Resuming Nerd World Order Broadcast Dynatherms connected Initiating broadcast signal in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 Gentlemen and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, here comes the... Ayo, bro, you listen to NWO? And to my other, other right, coming in at 187 adamantium-filled pounds, straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Magneto was right. Magneto was right because he told you to tell all your friends to watch the official broadcast of the Nerd World Order community. This is the Nerd World Order broadcast. Ladies, gentlemen, and nice of the Nerd World Order, it's so great to be back. We're going to be discussing a movie that all three of us watched, and all three of us, you'll find out if we loved it or if we hated it. Other thing, uh, rest in peace, Mr. Scott Hall, another member of the NWO, that other yep. NWO. Uh, thank you, Joe, for that intro. Uh, yep. Giving respect to Mr. Scott Hall. Yeah, rest in peace. Definitely rest in peace, man. These are my favorites. Yeah. Gentlemen, tell me what you did this weekend. Well, you and I went to the Transformer Con, the TF, TFCon. I guess that's what they called it. TFCon. <laughs> it was like 30 bucks, right? 30 bucks each. And we walked the floor like in five minutes, Alf. Walked the floor in five minutes. <laughs> It was cool. I mean, if you like Transformers, I mean, that's your thing. It was just cool to, you know, to go over there and see it because, you know, we haven't been to a con in forever. So it was it was nice to see a small con, which was weird because it's a weekend con. Usually yeah. small cons are just like one day. But that was probably the first con myself and Alan went to that we didn't buy anything. And we were looking to buy some things. <laughs> Normally, we have Alfonso to keep us positive. So Alfonso's going to have to jump in, even though he didn't go to this con. That con was hot garbage. Okay. <laughs> and boo on you, TFCon, for trying to pass that off as a convention that's like worth anything. But Joe and I fell asleep in the panels. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we took turns staying awake. Yeah. It, it was. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I fell asleep, right? And then I look up, and 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 the, what's that person called? That like um, the attendant, the moderator, the, the, the moderator, the moderator stared at me. And says, "Oh, your mask fell down. You need to put it on." I'm like, "Oh, okay." But I don't know how long I was sleeping before she was like, "Yo, you need to put because my mask fell down right here." And she's like, "Hey, your mask fell down. You need to cover up your nose." I'm like, "Okay," but I was like, "How long was she staring at me for?" <laughs> That's probably six times she told you, sir, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I was. Out. I could, I, I could have told him something, but I was probably asleep myself or like zoning out, thinking about possibly a better convention that we could have gone to. Um, right. completely, completely overpriced convention. Joe, mm -hmm. let me ask you this, okay? 
the infamous convention we went to was the Transformer, or excuse me, the X Files Con. Yeah. Remember, we walked in mm-hmm. and we walked in a circle. We walked in, we walked in a circle, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Sorry, sorry, bro, that's it." I felt bad because <laughs> mm-hmm. Joe didn't know anything about X Files. He was going there to hang out with me. Now, keep in mind, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, this is back in like 1990 something. Yeah. Okay. At the X Files convention. It was a while, and it's been a while since we've been to a convention that was that garbage. I hope you're listening, TFCon, because we ain't sponsored by TFCon, and we never will be. If TFCon came to us and said, we'd like to give you a million dollars to sponsor one episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast, X and Joe would kill me, but I would say no. Next year's is called what, TFCon? (laughs) (laughs) And I have a good authority that the GoBot convention was a lot better. <laughs> there were no GoBots there, bro. Yeah, of course. Was that, Transformers. Was that like a thing where like people would, would people be like, "Oh, I can't believe you would have GoBots here." <laughs> oh, they would. <laughs> they turn their nose up to it, like, "Oh, we're leaving. There's GoBots here." <laughs> I mean, they didn't even have like dope pins, uh, t-shirts, oh. hats pops i mean it Damn. was I, I swear like every booth had like a skyfire aka the robotech ship <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it for me um i love skyfire but these people were asking like four hundred dollars for one in the box two hundred dollars for one that yep. wasn't in the box and i'm like you know it, it's just not worth it, it but Keep in mind, Joe and I were not like diehard Transformer fans, so that did have a lot. Go ahead, X. I- I'm going to go with you saying you are not a diehard Transformer fan because that's Jetfire. <laughs> I'm going to disagree, X, and I'm about what? to drop some knowledge on oh. you. Okay, right, right. Comic book, comic book. He started out as Skyfire, right? Uh-huh. Oh, right. And then in the cartoon, he's Jetfire. Go back, go back to the comic book. Right. And if you look at him in the comic book, his right. design is slightly different from when he's in the actual um, in the cartoon. Oh, I got to check that out. That's right, man. One point That's right. Dukes. That's right. One and, point and, Joe. And not, to, not to not to mention, bro. That was a Robotech. That yeah, was oh, Rick totally. like uh, spaceship. And uh, yeah. I remember I had bought the big one. I was like. Mm-hmm. The reason why I bought it because I wasn't I wasn't a fan to Skyfire like Alan was, but huge Robotech fan. So I was like, "Oh, that looks like a Robotech. Let me just get it because it looked like Robotech." That was the best Robotech toy for a long time. Yeah, and you could even fold it. You remember how they would call it the B mode because mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. watch Robotech, oh. but you could put the legs here with the arms, and you, you could make it look like you could change in the B mode. So I yep. thought that was pretty cool. All the time. So yeah, that was our disappointing. Now, you know what? I'm not going to say that the outing was not disappointing because I got to hang out with Joe. And we haven't hung out in like a really long time. That was cool. But we could have just like walked around the Ontario swap meet. (laughs) And we would have probably found better stuff. And and we would have had just as much fun. And cheaper. And cheaper. Yeah. Shout out to Ontario Swap Meet. It's 50 cents per person, not 30. And this. Okay, check this out, gentlemen, because I realized this later. You go to a convention. You spend $30. 
you get a badge that's made out of plastic with a mm-hmm. lanyard, which you put on, and you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I got a souvenir. Yeah. You could have took that home. What did they give us, Joe? What did they a give us for a 30 a, a wristband. Like I went to some nightclub and they said, are you over 21? Let me give you a wristband. That's what it was like. <laughs> we walked by the security guard. He's like, oh, the VIP wristband. It's like, no, bro, it's just a wristband. <laughs> you didn't even want the VIP treatment. <laughs> and the VIP was an extra $10. You know what it got you in? You got in an hour and a half earlier than everyone else. So you got to walk around an hour and a half earlier, get disappointed, and then leave before everyone else even showed up. That's all you got. That would have been worth it. <laughs> even even the costume like masquerade wasn't good. Oh, yeah, we got up and shame. left. That's yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to go to another TF Con just just to have a what TF Con T-shirt. Just walk around with it, <laughs> just to do it. <laughs> Dude, Alfie, it was so bad that the moderators were asking questions. You know what I mean? Sorry, that was funny. The only action that we ever we got through the whole thing was when the girl got the lady got pissed off, and you can't go out that door. <laughs> you can't go out that door. I was like, <laughs> I've never heard someone say that before. <laughs> and then say it was safety. Oh, it's safety. I'm like, wait, what? There's door. What? And then she was out there going like this. Hey, hey, you guys need to be quiet. I'm like, bro, I paid thirty bucks. I got a, I got a wristband. Like I went to a nightclub. I can say whatever I want. Live and learn. No more TFCon for us. Uh, um, Amanda points out she went to Anime Pasadena. They also ha- they also had wristbands. Um, and her and her daughter. It was her first convention and no souvenirs. So hey, you know what? Shout out to Anime Pasadena. Yeah. Shout out to Elvin. Shout out to Nerdbot. Shout out to their next convention, Anime Riverside, coming up in a few months. Amanda, here's what I encourage you to do. If you weren't <laughs> happy with Anime Pasadena, check out Anime Riverside, hosted by Nerdbot. It might be a lot better. You may get a souvenir badge instead of a disappointing wristband like me and Joe got it. What? TFCon. And, and you might... part. And you might meet us. <laughs> you you might just meet the NWO. Speaking of which, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, if you're in the Orange County in Anaheim on April 3rd, you have a chance to meet your boy Joe, the ninja, the X-Man, the man you call Dukes, and the one and only L7 cosplayer gamer Wes. We're all going to be at WonderCon this year on Sunday. Yeah. Yes, sir. I wonder if Wes so is going to dress up. Ooh. Yeah. Have you seen Wes's new Red Hood helmet? It's coming along, yeah, guys. Cool. Yeah. Shout totally. out to Wes. <laughs> yeah. It's, he, you know, he's doing 3D printing now. He 3D printed it in multiple parts. He, uh, he painted it up. It looks really good. So we're looking forward to that. Shout out to Wes. Amanda's daughter would like to meet us. I guess she listens to the podcast. So shout out to Amanda's daughter. That would be one Miss Bella. So shout out to Bella. Hope she's listening. Hi, Bella. Uh, Hey, Bella. Hey, Bella. Shout out. Uh, So, yeah, you'll get to meet us at the uh, WonderCon. We'll be there. That'll be pretty cool. Not to mention, at least if the cons suck, you could walk away. Hey, at least I got a keychain. 
That's that's the language, <laughs> man. At least you can walk away and be like, I got a badge. The badge look cool. Granted, WonderCon's a little bit more expensive than uh, WTF Con. But it's, it's yeah, right. I'm getting hold of that. But <laughs> it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's smaller than San Diego Comic Con, but they still have good guests. Mm -hmm. uh, you get to walk around, have a lot of fun. You could get everything you could get at San Diego Con from Wonder, at WonderCon. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just not... different celebrities, really. Mm -hmm. And it's easier to get to them. Yeah. Yeah. Tickets don't sell out. My Nerdy Weekend. I'm, I'm all excited. I've been waiting for it. I'm like, don't miss out on my Nerdy Weekend, man, because I had a little bit of Nerdy Weekend. Uh, two things. First thing, um, back in, I don't know, I was 16 years old. I started working in a comic book shop, right? And um, met my buddy Wes, who owned the place. And, you know, we've been friends ever since. He recently moved to Ohio. Ohio and uh he's back in town for his son's wedding so Saturday you know I went and picked him up after I got off work we went and watched the Batman he hadn't seen it yet so he was pretty stoked about that uh then we had some chipotle some ch chipotle 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 <laughs> and uh you know we got to hang out so it was, it was really good you know to see an old friend like that he hadn't seen it in a long time and you know he's responsible for a lot of this stuff I mean some of the pop that I have here in my garage is due to him I mean, either I bought it or it was given to me from, you know, from his shops. So thanks a lot, Wes. And then um, Sunday, oh, actually, I should I'd probably give a shout out to his son, Randy, too. Congratulations on getting married, Randy. It's so weird to see a kid grow up from like this little three-year-old bullheaded, bullhead haircut kid running around having the best time of his life to all of a sudden walking down the aisle. So we're going to be doing that, I think, next Sunday. I'll be there for that. That's going to be awesome. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then Saturday. Saturday, um, I had a karate tournament, all right? Uh, since I've been taking it with my kid, we've done two of them. And, you know, I've been very successful because, you know, I'm not that bad. But for some reason this time, <laughs> I didn't do so well. It was pretty pathetic, but I had such a good time. Like, it's, it's hilarious when the refs stop you. They're like, dude, do you stop smiling? I'm like, this is so much fun, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so um, my son did great. He got, and they didn't give away trophies. They didn't give away medals. In this tournament, you got rings, all right? So he got a silver ring in kata, and he got a bronze ring in, in sparring. So good on him, little six-year-old man. He's doing it up, you know? Um, next time. Next time, I'm going to come away with more rings, more medals, more trophies, because, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> How do the rings look? Uh, they're pretty sweet. You know, none of them, they, they're all too small for me. They're all too big for him. Um, they're, they're pretty thick, like, you know, kind of like a, like a NFL ring, you know, right? Nice and thick, you know, they're not like super great quality, but I mean, they, they look pretty good. They've got, you know, a little guy up front like this, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's a cooler, you know, cooler thing to have than a trophy nowadays, especially start, you start accumulating trophies. You got no room for anything else. Right. So yeah. I've got this little, you know, ring display at Hobby Lobby and like, bloop, 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 bloop. Looks out pretty good. Since you bought this ring display, do you know that that's the route they're going to go now moving forward? All rings? No. Certain tournaments have rings. Some have medals. Like right after the Olympics, I went to this this uh, tournament and I got a gold medal. I got actually, I think I got two gold medals and I got a bronze uh, and a silver. And then, yeah, they're actually I had, since I've been doing this again. Um, again, I did this 25 years ago. <laughs> Since I've been doing this again, I have not once won a trophy. It's been rings and it's been medals. But trophies are out there. So, oh, some places give away belts. Uh, not, not, not to point any fingers, but I guess there was this tournament in Vegas. 
supposed to be, you know, a great big tournament. They gave away these crappy belts, you know, not quite W. Well, look at WWF, look at UFCW or UFCW, <laughs> UCW. Anyways, it, they were like rubber, right? Like they were like the, the belts that you would get for your action figures. Not plastic, but like the rubber, not, not action figures of the day, like He-Man, you know. They, oh, they were bad. They were really bad. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go to that one. Speaking of uh, WWE, AEW, we've secured our tickets. Uh, Joe and I are going to be checking out AEW, first time in California. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. Um, <clears throat> we're I basically live next door. Like The Young Bucks are from Rancho Cucamonga, which is the city next to Ontario, not Canada. California. So that's pretty cool. I'm sure they're going to hype it up. So that's cool. Well, gentlemen, uh, we had an interesting back and forth dialogue this weekend. It was, Hey, did you guys watch the Adam project? No, I didn't watch the Adam project. Then I watched the Adam project. And then I said, I watched the Adam project. Joe didn't watch the Adam project. I watched the Adam project while I was working. So I didn't actually watch the Adam project, but I lied and said I did. And then Joe cruised over to my house and said, did you see the Adam project? He said, stop capping. <laughs> and so we watched the Adam project again. Nice. Uh, so let's get into this slightly spoiler free discussion of the Adam project. Uh, but we're, we're going to let you guys know why we loved it and everything of that nature. If you have Netflix, uh, You'll know if you should watch it or not. X, you were the first one to tell us to jump on the uh, Adam Project. So, initial thoughts. Um, you know, I, I saw the trailer for it. And I'm like, it just came out of the blue. I'm like, what? What is this? This this looks fun. And then, and then you know, in the trailer, you've got lightsabers. You've got you know, like flying, you know, ships. You've got blasters. You got robots. I'm like, what? What is going on here? Um, I was like, dude, you got, I got to watch this. I got to watch this. And I totally forgot all about it until one day I'm like, it's on. It's on tonight. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to get home. I got to watch this. And um, they got this little boy, and he does the best Ryan Reynolds impression ever, dude. He's so good. He's got the inflections. He's got the dramatic pause. He, he's, he's, his movements, everything is perfect. Interesting you should say that, X. This is actually his first movie ever. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Kid did an amazing job. One of the things that Joe and I kept mentioning was like, it was like the kid was doing a Ryan Reynolds impression, but it didn't come across as a Ryan Reynolds impression. It just came across as like a younger version of Ryan Reynolds. Right. It was so good. Yeah, this this movie, this movie really, uh, it, it, it like produced, it brought forth a lot of feelings out of me. Like, there was moments where I was like busting up dramatic, you know, just ridiculously. There was moments where I was sad, mad, angry, uh, you know, teared up a couple times, you know, you know, want to go home and got want to go hug my mom, miss my dad, all that. It it was just, you know, hug my son too. You know, it's just like, wow. It it really, as a parent, as a child, it just it hits on so many levels. You know, how'd you guys like it? Yeah, I thought it was dope. Like me and Alan was talking, like. The, the kid's name's Walker, and he didn't annoy me. You know, not that all kids annoy you, but, you know, like, <laughs> they tend to come off, like, you know, kind of whiny-ish, you yeah. know, like when they're trying to get their point across and stuff like that. But the kid was very mature. 
And you can tell the way he was acting. I was just thinking, if I went back in a time, I don't think I'm as cool as this kid. <laughs> right? And it ended up being like, even though like Ryan Run- Reynolds looked good at his age, he wasn't as smart or looked good intellectually as he was when he was a kid. Okay. And so it seemed like as him getting bullied, he went from being smart to being like a badass, which was, right. he was just kicking ass. And so that that's the common joke. Like, how did you get so smart? And the other one's like, how did you get so dumb? <laughs> and, and, but the chemistry was really good. At times you forgot that they are Adam. You was thinking that was his little brother or something like that, you know, cause it was just clashing back and forth. But the, the, the dope thing about it is the way it was going was you didn't really have like, questioning about anything about anything about time where most movies when you watch the time travel stuff you're questioning everything that they do all that wouldn't happen or this would happen because of that it was just purely fun and you were just watching it for the movie and it was just it was very entertaining i often look at time travel movies as being lazy writing that's my catchphrase it's lazy writing this movie was so simple in the writing that you didn't stop to think like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Even though it was a time travel movie and time travel movies do tend to be complicated garbage, this just fell in place. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and even though there are, let's say, multiple time jumps, it didn't feel fractured, which was really nice. Um, <clears throat> interesting thing that Ryan Reynolds said, and, and you guys kind of alluded to a little a little bit earlier. He said when they made this movie, they wanted to make a movie that reminded you of the movies that you used to watch as a kid, you know, whether it be like Goonies or the last Starfighter, or a movie where there's like this kid and they're on an adventure. And because you're near that kid's age, it makes sense. Even though it doesn't make sense. That's what we got as adults, because I feel like Ryan Reynolds as an adult being Adam, It was making sense to him and it was making sense to the kid. And this movie really had that throwback feel, but it wasn't a 1980s, 1990s throwback movie. Yeah, that's true. It it had that really good feeling like that. Uh, It it was kind of cool, too, because I did watch it with my son. And, you know, again, he's six. He just, Daddy, how does he know that? Why why does he know that? Is that his dad? I go, no, that's not his dad. Well, who is it? Tell me, Dad. I'm like, we're going to find out right now, dude. (laughs) <laughs> but but who and he was so invested and it's like i remember that feeling you know like oh what's gonna happen like you ask everybody but no you don't want nobody to tell you, you just you gotta know right <laughs> it was awesome yeah well, the, another thing that was dope that we talked about was there wasn't that many characters that you had to get to know oh and so you could really invest in in every character's development and where do they go from here it was cool even the villains like just two villains and then dudes in some suits. It was so basic in the sense of like the guys in the suits were kind of like stormtroopers. Right. Yeah. When I was when I was a kid, I just assumed that the stormtroopers were robots. Didn't have it. Didn't have a right. clue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and these guys, you never knew if they were like robots, clones, androids, but it didn't matter. Like yeah. when they died, you weren't like, oh, or you know, it's just like, oh well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I told my son too. I'm like, oh yeah, that that's just a robot, dude. Don't worry. He's like, whoa, man. That that what was it? It was like a staff, and then it was like a lightsaber. It was just that thing was so awesome. 
Um, that, yeah, that was right. in the trailer, so it's not that's not spoiling anything. But no, nah, that's that's not spoiling. Yeah. yeah, when you when you can get Deadpool, Gamora, the Hulk, Elektra, right. who else is there anybody else? Am I missing anybody? You get them all in one movie, it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, because I think so, uh, Alan, we watch it. Remember you you caught that um that Easter egg? Yes, yes. Uh, here's what I am going to recommend and x when we went when you put it up on tiktok if you could add that easter egg i think that'd be pretty cool because oh, x actually definitely. yeah he x actually screenshotted it and sent it to me and i was like i already cut it x. <laughs> 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 uh yeah so there's an awesome easter egg in the movie but we're not going to spoil it but i will right. say if you if you see someone opening up a bin or a tote look very closely uh, let's let's run through the characters guys and the acting job because one thing i have to say and you guys might disagree with this i hope you do because it could create some interesting discussion is this ryan reynolds best acting role oh that's that's a good question I Let's think it—it's all the same to me, dude. <laughs> He's you the same I mean? guy. <laughs> He's the same dude, just like Marky Mark in The Rock. No matter what movies they're in, they have the same, the same style. But Ryan Reynolds has that smooth, one-liner punch where he's like, he says something funny, but then he does it casual, like he doesn't laugh at his own jokes, kind of thing, and and it's flawless. And that kid was doing the same thing, and I was, I believe that that kid was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Totally. Here's why I think this was his best acting ever. Because when he had to sit down with another character and deliver the perspective of his younger self, I felt like he removed himself from that smooth one-liner personality that he normally has. When he had to interact with his younger self, he had to display a degree of vulnerability that you normally don't see from a Ryan Reynolds from a Ryan Reynolds character. Like when when I had to sit through that horrible movie, The Hitman's Bodyguards, Wife's Bodyguard, just because <laughs> Joe wanted to watch Salma Hayek, he was the same old boring character, even when he tried to show some emotional range. Right. She's a Betty. <laughs> yeah. Patty or not, I sat <laughs> through that garbage for two hours just because Joe was like, yeah. Yeah, this good movie. It's not even a good movie, Joe. It's not. You know it's not. I, I like Ryan Reynolds, though. I mean, I don't really get tired of his humor and the movies that he's in, to be honest. I mean, I, I, I like Red Notice just because he was in it. Yeah. And uh, to your point, every other movie, exactly the same character. You right. know, yeah. that, that's it's like that's Deadpool. But I felt like in this movie, he expanded his range a little bit. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. X-Man? No, that he he definitely showed a lot more emotion in this movie. You know, there was there was sorrow, remorse. He was, you know, anger. You know that that unbridled anger that you hold against somebody for so long, and because you you don't want to feel the emotion, so it's just easier to be mad, right? And and he did that so well. I mean, he conveyed it so well. He played it perfectly, and he got called out on it by by these younger self. You know, the loss that he he has and. and yeah, it's hard to do without spoiling it, but for, for the love that he has, for for the love to be lost and to come back, it just, I, I, I think we saw a little more range. He was definitely this typical, you know, Ryan Reynolds. He was Van Wilder. He, you know, he was everything he always is, which what, what we love. 
And then he just, there was so much more to it. So acting wise, yeah, I could say this is one of his best performances. Was it my favorite Ryan Reynolds movie? It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Deadpool still tops it, but that's just because it's so near and dear to my heart. But this movie was, it was amazing. And I'll watch it again. You know, I'll show, I'll show my kids again. I'll, I'll watch it with my wife. She, she watched it with me too. She enjoyed it. And, you know, I didn't get hit for making her watch it. Like I, I got smacked around after we watched the Hitman's bodyguard's wife because wife's bodyguard, because she was like, you're not picking the next movie. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, did you say, but did uh, you I, say, I, Oh, but wait, Selma Hayek's a baddie. <laughs> yeah. No. She knows Selma Hayek's on the list, you know. We all got that list. One, one, you know, you know, three celebrities, you know, get away with. Without trying to go through every character, uh, you know, you you guys mentioned that the younger version of Ryan Reynolds or Young Adam stood out. Were there any other performances in the movie where you guys felt like, wow, this person's doing a an excellent job more than I expected out of him or her? Oh, Zoe was dope because she's a baddie. Oh, was yeah. The chemistry right. of fighting was pretty good. That choreography, choreography was amazing. Yeah. Like they, you get to, it's as if they'd been fighting together for years, and you know they just roll off each other. You know, they one goes high, one goes low, one takes the yeah. back, one takes the front. Yeah, that that was smooth. And that's very intelligent writing because uh, most of the time, people wouldn't consider fighting as showing the relationship that two people have built together so that's just that is not something you'd expect from a netflix movie not something you'd expect from a ryan reynolds movie uh just excellent excellent writing mm-hmm. i i wanted to mention one uh, about one other easter egg to keep an eye out for the only thing i'm going to say is keep an eye out for eye out for neon lighting and uh, if you think it is what I think it is, please let me know because uh, somebody else in this chat disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't agree with that. So uh, when you're watching the movie, if you can just drop uh, drop something in the comments, uh, it's a reference to another time travel movie. I didn't see it at all. I did think that to X's points that that's really weird framing. Like, why are you framing the scene like this? But I didn't get the same thing that X did out of that scene. So ladies, gentlemen, and knights, right there down below, go ahead and drop those comments. Let us know what you think. Just, just let X know he's wrong. (laughs) The music was pretty good too. Right. And I think Alan, you uh, were saying that it had, James Gunn type of feel, like Guardians of the Galaxy's Galaxy, you know, and I think that's what the music gets you in from the beginning. Totally. It it was nostalgic, but not like our our nostalgia. Like it's not music that like we're gonna be like, oh yeah, that was my jam in high school and college. Yeah. But it did immediately draw you in and you're like, oh, I like this song. I heard it before. Alfie, have you? I know Alan hasn't. But you've seen Iron Eagle. Yeah, oh yeah. That was the that was one of the songs that he was playing when he was oh, like flying. Oh, that makes. And so sense. I was telling, I was telling Alan, I was like, "Yo, dude, that's from Iron Eagle." He's like, "What?" I'm <laughs> on, it was like a knockoff of Top Gun, I guess. Right. You know, it's like the GoBots of Top Gun, maybe. But the music was good, though. Yes, definitely, definitely. 
<laughs> That's so funny. The Gobots. Great callback, sir. Two yeah. points, Joe. Yeah, I, I never saw Iron Eagle because I wasn't one of those rich kids who went to the movies every Friday show. That was a rich, dude. <laughs> that was like, it was what your parents did to have a break from your ass. <laughs> Is that why you got a job at a movie theater so you could watch movies later? Yes, actually it was. Free movies. At midnight, we could stay and watch the movies before they came out. That is one of the reasons. Well, that's probably the only reason why my first job or kind of first job, way too much historical information there. But yeah, <laughs> kind of first job was at a movie theater. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to the Nerd World Order broadcast, you start putting the pieces together because, you know, we were talking about the popcorn one episode. Now we're talking about why he's working there. It's all coming together. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it for the free popcorn. That was just something I found out later. Mark Ruffalo, I think, did a really good job as well. He, he wasn't like, he wasn't the badass dad. He was, you know, the smart dad. And, you know, he, he had his flaws. And, you know, he had his reasons for having his flaws, of course. Um, I, I think he did, he, did, he did really well in the movie, too. So, It's weird. I don't like Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner. Right. I don't really care for him as an actor, and I don't know why. I just don't like the delivery of his lines. I didn't like him in this movie, but when he delivered his lines, it had impact. Like I was like, "Whoa, this is this is touching." Right. So he yeah. he delivered. Was it? You can say Marvel for that. Because <laughs> is Marvel it the nasally voice? That... <laughs> yeah, they destroyed him. Yeah. Well, they destroyed the Hulk. I mean, they made, oh, I mean, that's true. The, the, he's one of the badass characters, and he was just like my son. Still to this day, he's upset about that because he collects the Hulk and he loves the Hulk, and he was like, "He's not represented right." <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like they, and this is just wishful thinking on my part because I'm also a. I wouldn't say I'm a huge Hulk fan in the sense of it's. It's been my favorite comic book for years. Like Joe has always hears me, you know, talk about like, oh, whole comic book, whole comic book, whole comic book, how good mm -hmm. it is. And it is really good. I hope because there's so many different facets of the Hulk that they do the Hulk right at some point in Marvel by introducing Maestro Hulk. I feel like the Maestro oh, Hulk yeah. is, is going to be the villain at some point in the marvel movies which is why he got all that gamma radiation overload um you know from from uh the infinity gauntlet that's what i think is going to happen well what are they going to do i mean because they've talked about doing world war hulk but it's like they already did all that hulk stuff that started off that in ragnarok thor ragnarok you know so it's like how are they going to do a world war hulk because it's not going to be like the same storyline well oh Caused too much trouble, so we're going to send you in space. Oops, fell in a wormhole, a hole, landing on this battle planet. Now you're home and you're mad at everybody for sending you off, and you got to kill the Illuminati, right? So maybe that's going to be what the World War Hulk is going to be. Maybe it's going to be Maestro. And oh my gosh, that'd be so awesome because. At this point, as good of a story as World War Hulk is, if you jump into um, the Immortal Hulk and now Hulk, where Hulk is running through all of his multiple personalities, it's a much better interpretation of the Hulk. And once the Hulk 
gets an understanding, hey, the, they still shot the Hulk off into space. That was some Illuminati BS. They're about to bring the Illuminati into the MCU, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So World War Hulk is still there. Yeah, okay. They sent him off to Battle Planet. He came back. But at some point, when he gains different levels of intellect, he's going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Y'all shot me off into space. World War Hulk is on. Yeah. Well, they can't, they can't do that, right? Because they don't have the rights to Hulk yet. I think that's the whole reason why they're not oh. doing that. But I don't, I don't know if I'm, if I don't know, does Marvel own She Hulk? I would say no, and here's why: because it's kind of like if you're part of the X Men franchise, then you can't be used. Right. If you're part of the Spider Man franchise. You can't be used. So I would think the same goes for the Hulk, but that's just me taking a guess. Yeah, but no one at the I never bought a She-Hulk comic. Have you? Yes, I did. Yeah, when John really? Byrne was doing her, she was he was that was some good stuff. I believe the phrase that Joe would use is she's a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> but what well what I was thinking is because what I'm hearing is supposedly. Mark the Hulk is supposed to pass a torch to She-Hulk because apparently I guess he can't fight now because of his arm. So that brings me to my next question. Does Marvel own She-Hulk? Because if they do that, then you can do a... Because you're doing you're doing your own She-Hulk miniseries, right? Mm-hmm. But you can also use the Hulk because that's the only time you can use the Hulk. He cannot be by himself. Yeah, they would have to own her because, I mean, if they don't... I mean, yeah, like all, all the property that goes with like Fantastic Four or Spider Man and X Men that all went with that. But same with the Hulk. I mean, I mean, maybe not necessarily the Hulk because maybe it was just the Hulk they wanted. Like, we don't want that She Hulk. We don't want Prometheus. We don't want you know, um, any Doc you know, Rick Jones, Doc Samson, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you guys, we just want the Hulk, and and maybe that's that's the deal they made because otherwise She Hulk wouldn't be happening on Disney Plus. Yeah. Excellent. And you could you could do a World War Hulk or a Maestro with the She-Hulk because you own the She-Hulk. Well, as long as he's the villain, then they can use him. Like he can't have his own movie. Mm, But if he if if he's the villain in an Avengers movie, whether it be Maestro Hulk, World War Hulk, Mm -hmm. they can do it. What would be insane, and you guys have thought of this and it's badass, is what if he started off as World War Hulk? Kind of like in an Infinity War thing here. World War Hulk, he starts fighting. The Hulk constantly evolves. And at some point during World War Hulk, he turns into Maestro Hulk. That would be sick. <laughs> he just needs to grow a beard and go white. So That's right. We're going to solve yeah. this problem. We're going to send him to the future so that they have to deal with him. And then all of a sudden he's back for the future, Marty. <laughs> and he's all Maestroed out. Well, I mean, they've already done their time travel thing. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, who knows where they're going? Uh, yeah, I, I love the Hulk. I love what they're doing with his writing in Myrtle Hulk. Now it's the Hulk, and I need to get caught up on that. By the way, I, I read issue one of the new Hulk series. It's just crazy because that's what they're doing basically now. They're like, we went in the, into this dimension, and there's this Hulk in this dimension, but they need Bruce Banner to basically fix everything because this Hulk is corrupt. So. They could totally do that. And I know that's that's a little bit too much uh, multiverse going on, but yeah, they could do it. I think the last Hulk comic I ever read was from Peter David. 
Yeah, dude. Peter David's just an awesome writer. Peter David actually wrote the new Maestro Hulk. He wrote the original Ooh, Maestro uh, Hulk, and they let him, well, you know, paid him. But he did the new Maestro Hulk, so that's cool. I think that's that ship has sailed for right now. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to do know. what? Kang, and they're doing Secret Wars. I, I think that, you know, although Secret Wars might, they could have a Maestro Hulk in there. That's the way to bring him in. But I think that's that's a sale, man. I think that's just what I think. I do want to mention when I earlier when I was listing all the Hulk uh, people that are part of his world, I said Prometheus. I meant Pantheon. <laughs> Is it Pantheon? Yeah, Pantheon with Hector Pantheon. Pantheon. That's what it was. Yes. So the reason why I know about that so well is because they crossed over with X Factor, and I was like, "Ooh, what's this?" And then I started picking up his the left and right, and then. Um, oh, and then that was what was that artist Dale Keown? Man, that guy did he did the whole good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you want to see a sequel of the Adam Project? Oh, totally. I totally would. I, I think that they could go quite a bit with this. I mean, they don't have to even do time hops back and forth because we could see what's just going on in the future. We could see how he grows up. You know, it could it could be a multi decade uh, movie. You know. Just to just to show you, like what happened after, because you know they did show some stuff that happened after, right? You know, like all movies do. That that's another callback to the '80s, right there, where it's like so and so went on to do this, and so and so went on to do that. I always loved that. They need to do that more, but mm -hmm. um, you know, rather than just a picture of somebody in wards, they show you the stuff. So I I really think that um, there's a place for it, and I could definitely see them doing it. But I could see them doing this as, as a standalone thing and making it this. You know, this like one hit wonder cult, not cult, um, what is it? Cult classic, not cult podcast, <laughs> cult classic. You know, it's like, oh man, it's on the tip of my tongue now. Wait, I'm gonna try one more thing. World War Hulk. Okay, go ahead. Joe, uh, sequel, what do you think? I'm okay with it not having a sequel because it ended perfect and you could end it like, like I said, you could end it right there. Now, because it's doing well, I can see them doing a sequel. So there's different ways you could do that. You could do a multiverse. I mean, there's a bunch of different ways they could do that. But if they do do that, would it cheapen the movie is the question. Yeah. Joe, multiverse, you watch too many movies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do not want to see a sequel. I love this movie. Like, I was so surprised by it. Just love this movie. Go out and watch it right now. But I feel like it would have the Matrix effect. First Matrix is great. Second Matrix was like, well, let's see what we can do here. Let's see if we can continue this story. And as much as I love the Matrix trilogy and the Matrix is like the greatest movie ever made, um, it just doesn't have that same feel and cohesiveness. So I would not want to see a sequel. As you guys were talking, then I was like, Adam Project TV show? Mm, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could continue the story of just, you know, Ryan Reynolds and, um, and Lauren. You could do it that way. Yeah. Where, yeah. where do they go from at the end of the... I would be cool with that movie, if it was just those two, but the kid was so good. The kid, if they're going to make another one, the kid deserves to be in there because he was so good. It's interesting. That's what I would want to see. 
they could do like almost like the wonder years, which, uh, you know, where like you have this one guy narrating when I was a kid, this happened and blah, blah, blah. Then they go into the show and it's the kid. Yeah. You could kind of do the wonder years, but with the Adam project, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, cause I'd much rather see the kid, but at the same time, I think it would be cool. Kind of like, uh, pulling a little bit from what Joe said. It's like, okay, so you have the, husband and wife they're talking about whatever she asked him a question he's like and one time my dad had a soda can (laughs) (laughs) and then you know they go into whatever i think that'd be pretty cool yeah yeah a a series that that does make sense that that would work really well because it could just be him you know it could be a lot more affordable because they don't have to pay ryan reynolds you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and one thing we don't need is another like another never-ending story too or you know what Final thoughts do you guys have on the Adam Project? I can't recommend it enough. You guys get out there, uh, pull up your Netflix, watch it, watch it again, watch it, watch it with friends, watch it with family. Uh, have a box of tissue just in case. Um, yeah, it's 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 good. It's definitely a classic. Until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order. I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefine. Ayo, what's up, Chico?